now. Standing by. We, we had a full start. Are we recording? Yes. You don't okay, need, quiet, please. You don't need to know about this. We're we in, are recording. We're in the Mamma Shara Emporium in London there, COP6, in a terrible mood. I was in a perfectly good mood until you arrived and started doing all these silly, oh, I didn't quite hear what it was that you were saying, so I'll make some excruciating and pointless joke out of it. You had to be there. Tell I was in a perfect... Wasn't I in a perfectly good mood before John came? Yes. Better than good. That's my sister. She never tells a lie. She's like George Washington. He's dead. Yes. But who never told a lie? Did he not? No. Uh, 22nd of uh, uh, July. July. Oh, come along, John. 2016. Uh, Time's uh, going on. We've got two shows to do tonight. Grouchy Club podcast. Uh, John Fleming, uh, Kate Copstick. Known as Copstick. Don't call her Kate. She gets very even more annoyed than this. I do. Uh, we, we've obviously not obviously not discussed anything about it. Shall we talk about some sort of comedy thing? It's supposed to be a comedy Well, all right, I have two comedy things which have really, really oh. irritated me. I forgot... I've forgotten one of them. Uh, Someone's moving chicken One of them around was... The uh, uh, no, right, anyway. So, Mike Ward, Canadian comic. You're doing a dementia show on Monday. Yeah. Mike Ward, Canadian comic. Yes. Uh, I've, I don't really know him because he's, he's... I haven't seen anything. He mainly works in Canada, as I understand it. But uh, he made... Uh, sometime, quite a long time ago, uh, he was on a, a television special. A charity. I think it was a charity special. And um, he made reference to uh, some, a kid, a, a young man who had, uh, he has a um, disfiguring disease, a congenital disfiguring disease. He was a Hmong. And uh, yeah, well, you, can, you might say that, John, I couldn't possibly comment. Um, but uh, disfiguring disease, yeah, a bit of a munter. Uh, on account of the disease, and uh, but he had, he had um, achieved fame and fortune by going to sing for the Pope. Apparently, despite the fact he had a face like a car crash, he um, did have a fabulous singing voice, and went and sang for the Pope and became really quite famous in Canada, if that counts as famous, but famous in Canada. Uh, and so he was in the limelight. He chose to put himself and his disfigured face into the limelight. And uh, um, Mike Ward made reference to this uh, on this uh, comedy television televised gala. And he did this in a tasteful way, did he? Uh, well, I don't, th- I don't think it's... I think he said... I said something like, uh, oh, my God, you know, is, that, is the guy still around? I was really supportive of him in the first place, but, you know... Don't tell me he's still here with his ugly mug or something like that. Anyway, nothing that's going to, you know, give the guy a heart attack or, um, as they say, uh, frighten the horses in the street. Uh, however, the uh, ugly kid's mother um, then created a massive hoo-ha and took him to the Court of Human Rights in Canada, prolonged... Uh, litigation, saying that he had, oh, something like he breached this boy's human rights. Who was now a young man? I think he's in his twenties. So now a young man breached his human rights by saying nasty things about him. Well, what are the human rights? Not to be annoyed. not not for people never. Well, in Canada now, according to their Supreme Court, well, according to their Court of Human Rights, it is now your human right in Canada for nobody ever to say anything nasty to you it's about like, you. It's like the Turkish president because in Germany. he's. Um, he has, uh, he's just been fined, well, he's been fined £20,000, the equivalent of £20,000. He's got to pay the guy, the ugly guy, 
um, X amount, and many, many thousands of pounds for his upset, and then another thousand, few thousand pounds for something else, and then there's another few thousand pounds for what they call punitive damages, which is a financial smack over the wrist, uh, and then he's got to pay the mother of the ugly kid uh, a certain amount of money for her hurt feelings, and more. It, it's just absolutely mental and very, very, very dangerous. Can you say mental? Uh, no, you probably can't. It's crazy. It, it's, it's, it's unjust, is what it is. Um, and then where do you stop? I mean, well, I might call you slaphead, and you might call me rancid old bint. Now I think we could be in court forever, just on the basis of that. I think fair comment. Well, absolutely. Yes. But apparently, and the fact is, truth appears to be no defence to, your, to your, somebody breaching your human rights because I don't think anyone ever stood up and said, no, no, this guy is, in fact, incredibly handsome. I mean, you would just, you know, it, it's, it's absolutely crazy. The good thing is that uh, Mike is... Um, he's at least got a world tour out of it, and I feel that it behooves us all to go and see his show... And um, I don't think it's a, uh, it's not a free show, but to buy tickets for his show and hope that he's managed to get himself a decent box office split with whoever his venue is, uh, because, you know, he's at the Fringe. Yeah, uh, I think it's, fringe. Called, it's called Free Speech Isn't Free or something like that. Not the greatest title in the world. But, um, and as I pointed out, I interviewed him. And I, possibly taking my what I laughingly refer to as my bank balance in my hands, I did point out to him that he has been, you know, rather smacked in the face by the ugly fairy at birth himself. <laughs> you know, he's, he's not... He's, he's, <coughs> he's, he's got that kind of vaguely Down syndrome-y look to him. Uh, so, you know, I, I, he, he really knows what it's like. You know, to yeah. be a bit of a, as indeed both of us, both of us do, John. I don't think I, anyone could accuse either of us of being remotely uh, physically attractive. You're a lovely thing. It's just, that's, you need new glasses. Should have gone to Specsavers. But anyway, I think this is dangerous, things. wild, yes, uh, wildly reprehensible, uh, deeply unfair. And for, for a country which has uh, gained so much kind of respect and everyone going, yeah, I wish it was Canadian recently because of their fabulous Prime Minister and he's released everybody who ever had any kind of, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, conviction for marijuana-related offences and he just, he's the most gorgeous thing on two legs and he goes and gets covered in glitter at gay pride and it's all fabulous and now this. I, I, I don't think anyone, obviously apart from the ugly kid in question, um, would want to live in a world where having, you know, not having anyone ever allowed to say anything nasty about you is a human right. But who cares about that? We don't care about that at all. Well, I care about that because, John, it's the principle of the thing. And I'm a very caring person. No, I'm not. But it is the principle of the thing. Where do you stop? Indeed. It means no, no comment. I mean, Doug Stanhope won't have an act. Jim Jeffries will be penniless. You know, you can, if you can never say anything negative about anyone, lest it hurt their feelings. I think maybe uh, the, the answer is that before anyone... Because this guy knowingly put himself in the public eye. You know, he didn't become famous by accident. 
he became famous deliberately with the help of his mother, who's now so horrified that somebody's called the fruit of her loins uh, ugly. So um, they, the two of them put him in the public view. But I think that maybe if, if uh, celebrities are going to get so fucking thin-skinned, uh, although under all the makeup and plastic surgery, who knows, um, if celebrities are going to get so thin-skinned, then maybe there should be a test before you become a celebrity in that you kind of go somewhere and stand in front of a lot of... No I'd volunteer to be one of the nasty people who say foul things to you. And if you feel you can... Like a kind of a live trolling. And if you feel you can cope with that then that's fine, be a celebrity. And if you burst into tears or call your lawyer or your mum, then sorry, but you can't become famous because you can't hack it. So welcome to the Grouchy Club monologue. Chip in where you like, John. <laughs> There's no space. Make but... space, John, make space. You see, that was a space. What did you do? Nothing. You smirked, cl just clasped your hands and looked off into the middle distance. That's not clasping your hands, that's prayer. And I that's think, prayer. I think you'll find this... There are, shop is, there are shoppers this is passing audio, by smirking. She smirked. This, this is audio only, John. So, you know, dead air is dead. You know, people who are listening to this will go, good grief, they couldn't even be bothered to think up something to say to fill up that space, when in fact all it was was me being polite, giving you a space which you couldn't be bothered to phone up, uh, to fill up, which is why I fill up the spaces. Now, I'm going to give you another space now, John, and I'd like you to say something, or I will be forced to say something else. And I haven't even thought of anything else to say, so it might be absolute rubbish, but there's a, a space coming up, and I'd like you to leap in there and say something. <laughs> I thought it was British. That was sort of the British way to go, I thought, filling up space with it. Do people have to go to the Edinburgh Fringe to get famous, to, to become a successful in comedy? There you are. Is that a real question? It is. That's what I asked no, of before you they went don't. off on this nine-minute monologue. I, I, was, I was just filling air, John, filling air. <laughs> I see myself as an... As a fart person. Well, you know, it was... Mr Methane fills air. Could, you, could do, you could do this on your own, but there'd be too much. I'm just your air filler. You anyway, might. no, they don't have to go to them. They're ridiculous. Well, there is, this thought you do, there is a career path in, in comedy, supposedly, which is you start off... Was that you? Are you doing mouse impressions? No. no. Uh, there is a, so people have this idea that it's a career path, which you start off doing sort of open spots uh, for about three or four years for, for no money. Then eventually you get a few, a few paid gigs. And then eventually, after about, about seven years, you go to the Edinburgh Fringe because you've got 60 minutes of material. Aha! Uh -huh. but, no. but all sorts of people, uh, including, like, you know, Vic and Bob... Uh, Reason Mortimer never never played the circuit, let alone went to Edinburgh. Do you actually have to even play the London circuit? Well, I think that now we have the interweb, the worldwide interweb. Uh, there are people now who go to the fringe, mm. and uh, you know you go, oh, I've never heard of them. Where have they been? And then you go, well, we've never done the circuit, but I do have fifty million YouTube followers, mm. and they will perfectly well sell out uh, an Edinburgh run. And sometimes they're absolutely shit because it's a little bit different doing stuff in front of a camera in your bedroom or your toilet or wherever else. Especially if you are one of the, the YouTube people who have little little sketchy filmy bits. Uh, but that, no, I mean, YouTube now, anyone can be a star. It's quite, it's actually quite good because it, it makes it more of a meritocracy. And was that a pause? And the, no, it was, yeah. I was swallowing. Yeah. Um, that was I just. I have heard. This I felt about, I've heard this about you before. I've uh, yeah, well, absolutely true. Uh, I felt my bile rising, uh, and so I swallowed it. But um, 
No, I think one of the problems with Edinburgh now is, is that amongst the in thousands of pointless ne'er-do-wells that make their way up there, uh, there are far too, now there are far too many people who uh, do five minutes as an open spot, one and a half minutes as something slightly further up the bill, and then go, ha-ha, I must go to Edinburgh with my one-hour show. No, you mustn't. In fact, please don't. In fact, I'm telling you, don't. You're wasting your time and everybody else's. Including copsticks. Uh, and, and also, people got to Edinburgh to be seen by TV producers, don't they? Which means that they then include videos in their, their live show, which really gets up my nose. Does it? It's a rare thing that gets up my nose. Usually, There's quite a lot usually, of nose to get up. Yeah, but it usually comes down. It usually, it's, it's gravity. There's quite a lot of hair up there, isn't there? I know, but well, after a certain age, it's getting off the point, I feel. Mm. After a certain age, uh, you lose the hair on your legs, I found, because I've got naked legs. Uh, but I've got hair on my back, which I didn't have before, hair in my ears, hair up my nose. Do you find your pubes thin out? Yes. Yeah, I've been finding my pubes thin out the, the, massively. The, 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 the poor shopper has passed by again. This time she's tittering, as opposed to just smirking. Oh, good. well, that's it's, good. You see? Yeah, it's, tittering's good. It's, 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 it's like it's that music. Most other shops have music. We have you just ranting and raving about yeah, various exactly. things. Exactly. But um, no, back from the uh, pubes. But I'm glad because I was beginning to think it was only me. And I saw an advert on telly last night for pubes? female pattern baldness. Uh, you know that regain stuff that they used to advertise for men? Now they're advertising it for women. Well, that's John Lennon's number four. And it's something like that. And so I thought, you know, they don't ever mention thinning pubes. I have to say, you're on, on, on the head, ignore the pubes. On the head, you're unfeasibly hairy. It's, it's I am very hairy. But, you know, the pubes, it used to be... You're like, obsessed by the pubes, aren't it, you? It used to be like... Dan Spencer's over there. She's very embarrassed. You're, I mean, it used very, to be... She's very like, embarrassed. You no, it used to be like when I, when I would... Uh, if I, on the odd occasion, I would put on a swimming costume, much less a bikini, a swimming costume, it was a bit like Michael Jackson in full disco mode was down there chewing away at my crutch and I'd smacked some lycra over him. It's unlikely he would have been down no, there. No, no more. Yeah. I know. The, the, the well, I'm female, B, I'm infeasibly old. The, so. the, these odd occasions when you put on swimsuits... What, what, what particular odd occasions were they? Anything to do with water or just generally? Oh, yeah, no, 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 going into swim. Yes, ah, yes, ah, going ah. into swim. I, I mean, in, on, a, on, a, on a holiday, I don't remember what holiday is. Where were we? Yes, uh, Pubes, Mike Ward. Pubes. Mike Ward. And there was something else that really irritated me. You're obsessed me. by Mike Ward. Am no, I... I'm not obsessed by Mike Ward. I merely mentioned it for the first time because I just read uh, on... Um, Chortle? No. No. Oh. On... Uh, 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 Evening Standard. What do you call it? No, Facebook, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, uh, because Glenn Rule had written a very nice little um, update, profile update, about what he thought about Mike Ward. And I thought, this is brilliant. I could not possibly see it any better. So I... It's uh, not going to stop you, though, is it? So, uh, no, I know. So I actually read it all this time before reposting it. Um, <laughs> and there was nothing in it about the Jews, so I thought, thought that'll be safe. Don't, don't even go there. So I, uh, I reposted it and got... Uh, an almost immediate reply from a, a friend of mine who's a musician. I, used, I worked with him a lot when I used to do theatre. Not, the, not this penis you keep no. promoting. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, and um, he... Can I mention Lewis Schaefer? No. Uh, he... Uh, have you seen his poster? It's lovely. It's horrible. I thought, he said, what do you think of this? I said, it's a horrible colour. Don't use it. It's kind of sepia. It's kind of oldy, worldy. No. No. But it's it, so it, sad looking. It's like a dirty protest, uh, 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 protest in a prison. It's just smeared on a wall with excreta. It's, it's... You... Good grief, I would never have considered dirty... Pro 
You've got a mind like a sewer. You often... You disgusting you, old man. You often consider dirty protests, I'm sure. In, in this, in but only for the, fun. The quiet night of your soul. Only for fun. Yeah, well, yeah, anyway. Uh, no, I've completely... But there was definitely something else that I was really annoyed about. Can't remember. Anyway, dirty, yes. Dirty Do you remember protests. last time uh, no, when we were I chatting... Don't. No, I don't, no, you I don't. don't listen. Anyway, last time we were chatting about, because you, you interrupted me we many, were, many times, we about the Jill Cott report, John. We weren't chatting, you were doing a monologue. And how uh, at, at Bob's blunderbuss, at Brenda, they're going to be reading aloud the entire Jill Cott report. Did I read somewhere it was going to be in a garden shed or Yes, something? garden shed beside Brenda. Brenda the bus. But don't, I think you ought to remember and note now that I told you about this last podcast. You didn't mention the garden shed. See, they're all banging on about it now, aren't they? Yes, they are. And Chortle and Bruce and all that lot, as if they discovered it. I knew about this last week. And I deliberately didn't say very much to anyone, apart from you, and our one listener who's in Guatemala, so that doesn't really count. Uh, and, and kind of kept it to myself, like Bob said. Next thing you know, the world knows. Well, because the world knew through us. Diane Spencer's like, oh, no, she's still there. She's eating a sandwich, very, very delicately. Diane Spencer's eating a sandwich? She is, I know. That's, that's the title of her new show. Oh, she's eating crisps. Uh, what? No, it's, no it's, is it French fries? Oh, French fries. Is that Worcester sauce flavour? Hey, hey, yes, I know my French fries. <gasps> I think There's I a speciality it. act in that. I can see it now. I think it's an we might show. Have, we might have to do this on the Grouchy Club. Uh. People will come to the Grouchy Club. I can see it now, right? There might be a prize at the end, OK? Yeah. And they will kind of side on to me, as indeed the lovely Diane is, side on to me, they will eat some form of crunchy potato-based snack. And I will attempt to tell purely by the shape and colour of the bag, not only what that potato-based or corn-based crunchy snack is, but what flavour. Did you say you'd had morphine before we started this? Yes. A lot of it? Mm, not too much. Actually, I watched something called Mr Robot last night, and I find it was very, very, very uh, informative, because at one point, the, the chap a kind of hoodie-wearing, underfed-looking boy with big rings around his eyes said that uh, he keeps going kind of by using morphine, but if you only use... And he's snorting the stuff. He's crunching up the pills and snorting it. Uh, if you stick to under <coughs> 30 milligrams a day, then you don't get addicted. Mm. And it must be true because it was on television. Well, I read something, I think, in the Evening Standard about Keith Richards' mother on her deathbed saying to Keith Richard, this morphine's quite good, isn't it? So really? Throw that into the general. Oh, hilarious! <laughs> so, um, I'm sure there's something. Yes, yes, yes. Dan's got was... bored now. She's a bit bored. bored? Yeah, yeah, she's looking yeah, off yeah, now. Yeah, See, we can't it, even yeah. hold an audience of one. I know. Well, that's Diane well, over there in the corner, and our person in Guatemala. Well, she, yeah, she's not our target audience. She's English and intelligent. Well, they've got red hair, so there's probably some sort of Scandinavian in there. I know. I'm surprised she hasn't bonded more with my sister Amanda, who's also a ginger. In, 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 a, in a miniskirt today, but let's not get into that. I know. Oh, well, 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 you were quite aroused, weren't I, well, you? I was. I, well, I was, yes. Well, that was a conversation right, stop. Uh, but you yes, see, yes. more dead air. Uh, well, when it's audio only, you can't have dead air, John. Now, you now, can't even have very sick air. Now you, now you may, You've you, got to keep things going. Come you, on, John. Keep things going. Come on. Now, you mentioned the Grouchy Club in Edinburgh. Yes, yes. Uh, we, we are going to preview 2017 shows, I believe, in the last now, two days. that was your idea, wasn't it? It was an excellent idea, I thought. Did you? Not just to fill, you know, what otherwise might be dead air on a on the last uh, what do you call it weekend of the fringe when most sensible people have gone home because they haven't won the big prize what the, the Malcolm Hardy award yeah uh-huh. uh, 
When are we handing that out again, John? Tell me. Well, that would be Friday the 26th of uh, August, at uh, 11.55 on the Friday. Uh, 11.55, in case stupid people think midnight is actually the wrong midnight. And uh, I know, I've done that away. before. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. And I'm not stupid uh, people, John. I think we can agree on that. But we're also, we're also having other prizes handed out, because uh, we've got our three prizes. Yes. The, the Malcolm Hardy prizes. We've also got... Um, uh, our three prizes, which are? Uh, the Malcolm Hardy Award for Cutting Fitness, not at all. Mm. You put, what are they? See, I was doing so well there as a proper like interviewer, and you've let me down badly. Dan's the Malcolm Hardy Award for Comic Originality. Dan's the Cunning Stunt Award. Dan's gone glazed now. Yeah, the Cunning Stunt Award and uh, the, act the act most likely to win a million pounds, to make a million pounds. Even when I try to fill the dead space, no use at all. Okay, so tell me about the other awards, John. No, never do a podcast with somebody who's just had more. Tell fun. me about the other awards, John. It's edit last. Before I get bored and start interrupting. Edit last. What? I just say edit last. Did you oh, edit random last. Say edit last. Edit last. Because the, uh, the, the, the awards, which are now, which we actually, sh they actually should be called the formerly known as the Perrier Awards Awards, because that's what everyone calls them. No, that's what you call them, John. No, every, every now and then they change their sponsor. And so they change their sponsor after, after having Fosters for God knows how many years. They had Fosters, Several, I think. They had Fosters for about three or four years. And mm. Fosters were, were doing things like we've been sponsoring this for 30 years. You, mm. you haven't. And this, this year, it's lastminute.com is sponsoring it. And Ed, Ed at last had the bright idea he was going to do a First Minute uh, award. Brilliant idea. Brilliant idea. Uh, sadly, firstminute.com and firstminute.co.uk have gone, but he'll have something else. He'll have firstminute.ed, won't he? Or something like that. Anyway, the... the ah, he, he should have the Ed Fring... The Ed, what was it called at one time? It was called the Ed something awards. Uh, Ed Fringe... Oh, Ed, no, Ed, Ed, I can't remember. Oh, There's it, been millions of them. Anyway, uh, I think it's a brilliant idea. Diane, as a comic... You can just make signs. You're, shout, off, you're horribly shout, off my... Shout. This is going to sound very amateurish. But uh, well, you're Bring, bring your chair round. Yeah, bring your yeah. chair round. Marvellous. Here we go. Copsing always, we'll want, copsing always wants to have friends. And I always, I always, I always, I always want to have other people. I'm just... Oi, bring that microphone back. Okay. No, 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 don't, 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 don't. I didn't want to interrupt. Why? Well, I was just listening. She didn't mm. want her name associated with this. Really? <laughs> so what we, what we want to know is, these new awards oh. this year, organised by Edward Hobson... Okay. Uh, otherwise known as Ed at last. Right. And uh, he... Oh, look. John's now hobbling round. I there we go. I can't escape now. I'm in the middle. No, you're in the middle. We've got you... We've, we've, uh, we've executed a pincer-like movement. Uh, yes, so the yeah. award is for the, the first minute the first of your minute. act. Purely the first minute. So judges will be coming in, listening to the first minute, and then noisily leaving. <laughs> so what do you think? <laughs> I think that if they actually do noisily leave, that's incredibly detrimental to the show as a whole. However, it seriously. Mm -hmm. However, I do think that um, the, the wonky problem with that is that you... I personally like to start strong. I like to come in with one joke straight away, hit in the face. But the problem with that is that um, your crowd, who have just come in and settled, they literally need a minute to settle. Do you think they do? I genuinely think they do because... Uh, I don't need a minute to settle. I just want you to get on with the show. Yeah, but you're quite different in that respect. And like... Um, morphine, listener, morphine. She's having a go. <laughs> and the problem is, like, one year I started a show straight away with one joke and uh, it, admittedly it was not a clean joke and it was a very hard joke. What was the joke, joke Diane? The joke was... Uh, I wank too much. Does anybody else wank so much they get something that I would call prune tip? And then I held up the tip of my finger. So that's how it started. No, that's brilliant. Well, thank you. You see, I think that's setting out your store. <laughs> it was. Giving a, giving a flavour, if you'll pardon the expression, of what's to come. Well, uh, it's what? <laughs> a flavour, you know. 
Of what's to come. Of what's to come. John, <coughs> so you're riding roughshod over my brilliant wordsmithery here, but you, you felt that didn't work. Uh, only because, uh, from my perspective, uh, the audience would literally flinch like I was a driver <laughs> and I'd slam the brakes on a bus, and the entire audience would sort of jolt, physically jolt, at being thrown in so quickly. And that was the one show, that was 2012. The one show? That, that um, wasn't when you did the primary schools tour, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I saved that for, uh, my, my, for countries like Bahrain. I, I like to save material like that for when I go abroad. Um, no, the, that was 2012, and that was the show that I had the most walkouts in the first minutes. six minutes. Yeah, in the first oh six God. minutes. So I can understand why having an award for the first minute, I, I get it, but at the same time, I think that, because with this show, the show that I'm, um, I'm writing That now, you're about to do here I'm at the Mamadir Jara Emporium. In a preview, what's it called? Uh, it's called Seamless. And, Seamless. And where is it on in Edinburgh? It's on at the Gilded Balloon at 5.45. The Gilded Balloon, Gilded Balloon, or the Gilded Balloon <laughs> Painting House? <laughs> the one not covered in spit? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there might just be a small gobbet on your thigh there. Oh, the the customer's passing by again. Any comments from the customer? Fascinating. Fascinating, there we go. <laughs> you that, see? That dress looks lovely. It's very nice. Yeah. I was saying other people have news that we have this. Never a dull moment. Yeah, was... we should have that on our posters. Yeah, I, I, I know. If, if, uh, if, 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 <laughs> French fry? <laughs> oh, lovely. If, if, if your first, trip, first minute was that. Yeah. Yep. And, and they walked out in the first six minutes. What were the next five minutes? Yeah. Uh, well, the five minutes were obviously building upon the initial idea. Hold on a second. <laughs> yes. Tell me, so they're building on... Maybe it was because... Maybe they, they felt that there was just going to be an onwards and upwards trajectory. Or downwards. Or downwards. And, <laughs> and you disappointed them hugely uh, with the following five minutes, which just weren't up. <laughs> To your wank material. Yeah, maybe like all the other jokes. It's hard to follow that. a really good graphic wank joke. I will. I'm, you know, I, I tried my best. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, it, it, this actually relates to what you were talking about earlier, because the reason why I put that there was because that show I wrote specifically to put on my YouTube channel. And with YouTube, you have 30 seconds to impress if yes, you're lucky. Yes, yes. So, and that one is actually my most watched one. Um, and that's the one that I get the most comments about because it grabs you straight away. Absolutely. And, yeah, I mean, and the other ones... It tickles you right away. <laughs> Moving on. Um, mm. I, I, just, I think I loved the idea because one of my... Uh, I, I now appreciate that I might not be totally right. What? <laughs> I know. It's a, new, it's a new sensation for me and not one I have to say that I'm enjoying all that much. Huh. Uh, but I, one of the things I loathe is the, and you know, it's, it's, it's partly the stuff that they get taught at comedy courses. Are, Hi, hello, how are you doing? You having a good Edinburgh? We're not here to chat. Oh. Subordinate clauses are a terrible thing. We're not here to chat. I don't want, I, you know, it's not important. It is not necessary. It shouldn't be necessary no. to the 50 minutes that we are spending together for you to know if I'm having a good Edinburgh. It, it just it's just not you see we are in the same camp on that one because i feel that um i have so much to say mm. i 
can't. Absolutely. I, and I actually, I'd like, I get it out of the way when people come in. I'll uh, tend to be out yeah. front. So I'll sort of talk to people, Brilliant. say hi, sit them See, down. See, that's a great idea. I mean, quite, I, if I'm going to fuck someone, I require <laughs> less foreplay than a, a long chat about how's it going, have you had a good August, there, but I'm just like, no, 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 sorry, let's get stuck in. Extraordinary that there are still people in the shop, really, isn't it? <laughs> I love the fact that we, we generally have become... I mean, do you always do this in this yes, shop? We do. Oh. yes, yes, we do. We have regulars, they come in, they queue. <laughs> yep. Well, that's great. People pretend they're wanting to buy dresses just so that they can stand at the mirror right up close to the, the table and, and, and hear better. You know, this... Uh... This is a new customer. Her friend told her about this, so she came in. Yeah, this, this yeah. woman was on her way to Morrison's, but I heard, uh, heard the sound of laughter from outside and has come in to pretend to buy a dress. A real thing in the clothes in. shop. Yeah. <laughs> So are you looking forward to Embra? I am, yes. I always enjoy it, actually. I quite like the routine. I mean, by week three, I'll be like everybody else and crying mm. under a desk. But, yeah. like, up until that point, I generally enjoy it very much so. The routine? What routine? Um, I like the routine of kind of... Um, uh, I have a very specific Edinburgh routine. Wank, uh, wank jokes. Uh, but with, with wanking jokes built in, you yep. have to start with your um, not crazy bag of shit and then you just kind of build your castle around it. Mm -hmm. um, and No idea what that image meant, but I liked it. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good image, wasn't it? It was a good image. You start with your crazy bag of shit and then build a castle around it. Yeah, okay, it's if your anyone, bag of shit. Yeah, if anyone would like to hazard a guess at what that actually <laughs> means, uh, please feel free to contact Diane Spencer on her YouTube channel. <laughs> You should be a critic, you should. <laughs> oh, I get up in the morning and I... It's That's all the cleaning truck reversing, by the way. Oh, right. Oh, good. They, they probably can't that hear that. may well be happening during your show. So if you want to take a minute just to think of something hilarious to say about it... Oh, uh, that does, has never happened before. Uh, the, the, the listener of Guatemala may not hear this because uh, Apple's a wonderful oh, right. recording device. It was a device. very irritating, high-pitched noise. But this, this does give you a little bit of, a, yeah. of time to, to make jokes about, I don't know... Somebody, you know, the time time of death is uh, <laughs> four minutes past seven. Oh, perfect. Done. Done. I shall you not have that any one. more thoughts. As I say, you can have that one, love. Uh, we're about you. to run out of time, so what's your show about? Oh, gosh. Hour. Yeah, it's about, <laughs> it's about an hour. Now, I have to put up with this all the time. Oh, yeah, but it's great. There's, there's, there's always there's a, a time and place for crazy puns. Mm. There's always a time and place for crazy puns. Now, more important, do you have... Not more important, but we'll find out where your show is in a sec. Have you got an audience coming along tonight? Oh, I have no idea. I had a couple of people sort of say to me, oh, I would. Yeah, no, they're lying. They always say so, that. That's, that's I have no things, idea. We'll see. I think Facebook was created by and for liars. <laughs> It's, it's so that people can do that. They don't even go... You, you don't even say maybe. No, it's like, interested. Mm. Yeah, I'm interested. No, you're not. You lying git. You just don't want to say no. People in this world should learn to say no. Sadly, I've got to wait to uh, close up afterwards, so I'm committed, obviously, to watching your show. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, honestly, I really don't mind. I have um, my... The other preview that I did um, in a shop was actually uh, an <laughs> art shop. Of this. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'll no. go anywhere. If anybody gives me the time and space, I'm there. It's a freezer cabinet in Morrison's. I'm there, I'm there. <laughs> um, and the... Uh, it was great, but it was literally just the two people who ran the shop. They were sort of sat outside in the sunshine, and they went, oh, we kind of hope you weren't coming either okay and I was like, <coughs> no and I said right. come on 
I said, if you're keen, I'm keen. You and see, they were up for it, so we no. did it. It was great. That is the attitude that we've had. We have had a couple of um, people who came to do previews here. And there was once I wasn't there. Why wasn't I there? Uh, you were probably being ill. I was probably very ill, yes. Yeah. I'd be a bit ill. Uh, I've not been well, you know. Uh, but... Um, uh, Though they who shall be nameless, all of falafel, uh, said um, there was about seven. There was about five people came, and he went, "Oh, that's not enough because I know them all." What? Now that what? is five's great, unacceptable. Yeah, bloody hell, yeah. And we've had some because um, I, I think the danger number is when you have about maybe eight or nine in quite a big space, and then what that has is. Well, not very many people have turned up, have they? If you have, you know, three or four people, or even two people, it becomes a glorious thing. It becomes something else. Mm. Yeah. You know, it becomes yeah. a kind of a <coughs> happening. <laughs> and, I mean, John and I, we've, we've actually done the Groucher Club to one person, haven't we, yeah. in Edinburgh? And he was in Guatemala, he was phoning exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so it becomes, yeah. you know, just a different thing. And if you... If you genuinely love performing and you've got a show that you love doing, and if not, what the fuck are you doing yeah. in Edinburgh, either <laughs> selling tickets or rattling a bucket under somebody's nose, mm. uh, if you've got that, then you'll want to... Do, and anybody can bring something yeah. to, to the metaphorical party. Um, even if it's just actually... Um, even if you are um, speaking the words and there is one joke yeah. that you keep forgetting, yep. or in my case, three, right. then even just having somebody who is not a mirror, yeah. who is going to look you straight yeah. in the eye, and even if they, you know, like, um, in a long time ago, I did the Adelaide Fringe, and one of my worst nights was when they had um, given away all my tickets to their, I did it in a casino, and uh, they'd given away all my tickets to their special um, Friends. gambling Oh, club. my God, right. So nobody wanted to be there. Nobody, they, they were just there because it was free. And I had one of the worst gigs ever in front of 50 people. The best gig I had was when two couples turned up because I didn't know that if you do the Adelaide Fringe Festival, never do Thursdays. Right. Because Thursdays is late night shopping. So you get right. practically yeah. nobody turns up. Yeah. Talking about um, which, I mean, the, the shop here closed 45 minutes ago. People are now flooding in. They've probably heard it. As a bit of, can I just say, we're, we're, one of the people that we are hoping to have tonight is somebody who, uh, when we did uh, one of the first previews here, the chap, the scuba diving guy, oh, came yes. along. He lives just around Simon. the corner. Simon. Simon. And he'd seen the, the, the posters outside. Mm. Came in. It was Matt Price, who also had a bit of a... Hissy, not a hissy fit, but a funny turn, uh, and said, oh, there's too few people here, and he knew, you know, John and myself, and he didn't want to do it. So we said, well, right, we'll just do, uh, we'll do a grouchy club, mm. uh, and you can be the special guest. And there was the lovely Simon, and I think, oh, Arlene Grodinsky Greenhouse. Arlene Hyphenet. Arlene Hyphenet. And that was kind of it. And then, oh, somebody, uh, Joe Palermo, arrived very late, but we were having such good fun mm. doing the Grouchy Club in this kind of little group that Matt ended up doing a show anyway. Because, you know, <laughs> perform, you know you yeah. get, if you're a proper performer, you'll do that. Oh, this is okay. Yeah, I could do something here. But um, we're looking forward massively to your show and Laura Lex's show. The Minge of Laura Lex. The what? The diminutive. I thought you said the Minge of Laura Lex. <laughs> 
I don't. We. And I, I don't think that's in it. I'll be honest with you. You never know. Why? Now, there's a name for it. I'm, I'm also. I'm giving you that. Just possibly 2017. The, the, yeah. Thanks. I don't Diane's know whether minge. I will move into that area. Uh-huh. I'm sort of, uh, I'm backing away from really? Minge. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, mm-hmm. just slowly but surely. Okay. <laughs> it was just a thought. I, I've never backed away from Minge. Yeah, so I've heard. <laughs> Has it 